do her job. She used to get us like box seats because her firm are like a box. So sometimes we would go and sit in the box and I was like, I don't think I appreciate this enough. I'm sure there's someone that would love to be here. And I'm just like, I'm just like in the mini fridge the entire time. No, the people in the box are the people that don't really care about the game. I know that's That's crazy. what they're for. Yeah. They're for people who are like, it's we, network. thank you Which for coming sucks. here. Here's mozzarella sticks. Yeah. I think my, I always want to be a man of the people. Yeah. And I'll always be down there. You're an everyman. I want to get, like Macklemore. I, I would love to reach a point where I can access tickets to things if I needed to. Yeah, to, right. To have a guy. But not necessarily in a box. I think I would still like to be in the stadium. You want to be at the 30 yard line. Yeah. yeah. You want to be out there watching. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think courtside has to be the coolest sporting Super. experience. Okay, my dream is to sit incognito courtside, but wear a hat, but be like, but and it then is they me. And they say, like, Connor Jam. It is me. Like, and then you're on the big screen. Yes. And I'd be like, no. They're like, Sean Hayes is here today. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you into ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things like their clubs and the things we were a part of hockey and we're not a part of bagels wait did you say we were a part of hockey i wasn't me neither welcome to the club boys grab a bagel what do boys eat what's up con hi how are you i'm good i'm I feel like it feels like old school to talk about the weather, but I every day it, it's nice out. I'm like, oh yeah, I am mentally mentally disordered, this, and I am affected. Yeah, this feels like it's gonna be our last one. I feel like last, last nice day. I probably for a little while. I thought this was spring. What are you talking about? I know it feels springish, but we're so far from spring. No, 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 you're wrong. Because I look, it's definitely gonna be like this for like a week. All right. Wait, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling out <laughs> the facts. Wait, what's the voice club? First of all, it's 57 week? degrees and sunny outside right now. That's insane. I know it's awesome and um. No, it's going to be, it's 61 degrees on Wednesday. Okay, great. Don't call me on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm going to be doing a mushroom at Four Green Park, talking to trees. Okay, if anybody's looking for love. Connor. That's where you can find me. Four Green. But don't startle me or try to have a conversation. <laughs> don't run up to him. Wait, Sam told me he saw you yesterday. What? My where? roommate Sam. Where? Oh my God, he did. Outside I your apartment. Him. He was, um, he did said he, he, say he, looks he weird. said he ran by and said, Connor, and you bad. went, oh, stop. And I was like, <laughs> was like that sounds Wait, about right. I literally <laughs> said, you're a star, which is crazy. It's because like, be normal. Like just have like a normal. No, I, I think that's one of the endearing things about you. <laughs> that is my most normal self though, because if you catch me off guard like that, my, that is my reaction. Yeah. It's not to be like, hey, it's like to be like, you're a star. Yeah. And then. That was it. He's, it's like, I've seen him twice out in the wild. Yeah, you guys run into each other a lot. I think we both like to wander. Yeah, he does love to wander. Yeah, the other time I saw him, it was he's like, got wanderlust. Yeah, like the he just did shrooms in <gasps> Joshua Tree with Why didn't his he, friends. Wait, that's my the dream. first time ever, and he was like, "I can't recommend it enough to you." And I was like, "Trust me, Connor has been telling me for does he months know now." What did he trip? I think so. Yeah. And guess what? A road runner ran up to him. A bird. <laughs> Yeah. From the TV show? Yeah, like he was sitting on a rock and all of a sudden he just sees this thing like making a beeline at him. Also, he was, he was sitting like, on a rock fast. And he was like, what, <laughs> he was like, what, what is this? And then, all, and then this roadrunner just came sprinting up and then stood on a rock across from him for like two minutes. Is this when he was on shrooms? Yes. And his is buddy, sure? his buddy, <laughs> yes, because his buddy Zach was like elsewhere. It was like kind of like, I don't know, a couple yards away or something. And he just started going, it's a roadrunner. Roadrunner. Is that dangerous? Stop running out. I don't know. I don't think so. I say yes. I think all birds are dangerous because it could be rabbit. And it, it you won't know if it's <laughs> rabbit until it's too late. True, but I don't think so. Because it's prey in the in the in the lore. It's Roadrunner versus Coyote and it's it's the one being chased. I feel like that's a good thing oh, to run into. You don't want to run into coyote. Wait, I'm so excited. I hope I run into him again and so I can talk to him about yeah. his experience with mushrooms. Yeah. Um did you see any boys clubs this week? Yeah, wait. Mine is I'm gonna do the Swifty one. Okay. Okay, I feel like I walk around. I love Taylor Swift, but it was like a late in life love for Taylor Swift. I mm-hmm. loved her because I went to a Soul Cycle class that was Fearless versus Speak Now, and I was like, these were two incredible albums. And then I kind of like slowly like collected love for her. Oh my god, am I? No, you're off? good. You're good. I'm looking at mine. No, my levels are crazy. Anyway, so but I feel like whenever I tell people, like, there's something so embarrassing about being like, oh, I like Taylor Swift, like, but I but but I'm not a Swifty, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, it's 2023. I'm not having penetrative sex, and I'm a Swifty. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah, everyone. lean in. Why not? Shrooms. No penetrative sex, Taylor Swift. It's gonna be an awesome year. The, those are the <laughs> things. Like awesome that's year. how I feel about this year. Everyone else can go fuck themselves. It's me and Taylor Swift. Yeah, because Connor's not. That's it. I'm not. <laughs> I'm fucking not. And I'll help you get there, but I'm not. We're not doing that. Well, no. I'm. I'm bummed for you that you didn't get tickets. Here's the thing. I'm still not doing crowds. 
So sure. like, okay, okay. My, my Taylor Swift from home. Taylor Swift from yes, my love for Taylor Swift is like just listening to Midnight's Under the Covers crying, and like that's what okay. I think how she, she was meant to be, like perceived. I don't want to stand around a bunch of people. I get that. And then, cause then you have to leave. Oh, the worst part of the concert is leaving. And like, I or just, any of any big event like that when everybody's shuffling out together, it's like yeah, slowly. And it's like best case scenario, we're shuffling out together. Worst case scenario, trampled. So like, it's just <laughs> not. I did see a tweet after the whole like Ticketmaster debate, like thing with Taylor Swift tickets that was like, "You guys are gonna be happy that you didn't go all the way out to East Rutherford, New Jersey, for that girl." <laughs> no. L- Truly. Or wherever the heck that is. That's also crazy to me that, like, we can't just build a normal venue in this city of ours. I know we have, like, Madison Square Garden or whatever, but, like, why? I guess the Giant Stadium is bigger. Move it. It's New York <laughs> yeah. City. It's hey, fucking move it. <laughs> I think that they should take out Hell's Kitchen and put in oh my a sports God. stadium. <laughs> that is where it needs to go. <laughs> I'm like that gay Republican that lied about who he was. They but need it is to how take out Times Square, all of that, everything west, yeah. and just make it a big... Hudson Yards. Yeah. Any... Uh, Jacksonville. Also, the part of Greenpoint that has a Staples. That part could go, too. I feel like they could build something there. I think they could just make that That feels cuter. classist, actually, to say, so I'm going to take that back. Okay. <laughs> leave the Staples. Leave okay. Leave the Blue Lives Matter people that live there. They can stay. I'm sorry. I don't know if they're Blue Lives Matter, but... No, they... Oh, no, maybe, maybe. they are because there's. It doesn't matter. Okay, it, I'll tell you why later. Okay, I hooked up with a guy that lived over there. Anyway, um, I love you. How I love are you. you. Do you have any boys clubs? Yes, my boys club for this week because it was my anniversary two days ago. Is um, couples who are the same height. I'm in that boys club. Oh. Maddie and I are the exact same height and the same shoe size. Five five. Like God intended. Yes. Say they're five five so people know that I'm five five. <laughs> Even though everybody says I have five six energy these days, but I whatever. said you have five eleven energy. Thank you, thank you. I mean, I'm growing. Yeah, I'm growing. That is beautiful. Um, the same height. Yeah, it is fun, and I, I sometimes I am like, why are any of us different heights? That feels crazy. Like we should all just kind of be relatively the same size. It feels like I, I've always thought that was weird. <laughs> I just think it's weird when you think about how much the human experience can vary. <laughs> yeah, four eleven, and then other people are like six, six, seven. Yeah. yeah, but it's like I guess for like certain things like sports, sometimes it's fun to have like varying heights. But in day to day life, it's like what like. I don't know. There's other perspectives that are very interesting to have differences in and like yeah. have diversity in other ways, but like neurodiversity. Height, it's like yeah, Is it that's a great say neurodiversity reason? to me. Maybe. Who taught me that word? I don't know. Someone just taught me that. I don't know. It, it should be a word. Neurodiversity. So which? Yeah, I think that you're mixing up neurodivergent and neurodiversity. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> but maybe I, you're making up something new. Don't you feel like it should be a word? Yeah, okay, but yeah, but like a, a diversity in of this room, people think, think differently. Okay. People yes. have different ways of thinking, and it's like, hey, this all white lineup had a lot of neurodiversity. On it. So, uh, yeah, so that's what people are gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, I've never really yeah. So I I think it's fun that we're the same height, and I think uh, nice. yeah, and I'm trying to encourage more people to do that. I think that's great. When do you, like, when you walk down the street with her, do you feel, I guess you feel nothing? Because it's not the kind of thing <laughs> you perceive. Feel nothing. Um, yeah, I guess I don't really know what I'm, what we look like. I guess I never really think too much about that. Like, what we look like to other people. I it, think if I looked and thought about that for too long, I think I would have a breakdown. But, yeah. <laughs> I hate being much taller or much shorter because if I'm much taller, I feel like a freak show. But mm-hmm. if I'm much shorter, I feel feminized, which sure. is the worst thing you can feel in this sure. world. So I'm like, I I've like never either. been shorter than a partner. I've always been the same height or taller. I've never been taller. 2023. Why is this? New year. 5'10". Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was a nice... Hey, somebody that's 5'10". Go short. It was a nice 5'7 king for a couple weeks. Yeah. But it was weird. You couldn't hack it? He was too short. Too short for you? That's okay. Too tiny. You should do same height. Same height. You find it. I think it's good. Maybe I'll set my make my settings five ten to five ten. Yeah, <laughs> just weed them out. This is it. Listen, I've told you this before. I think you should be ultra specific on dating apps. Get who you want. If they're gonna give you the data, be specific. No, that really is true. Because and this goes back to the fifty thing, where it's like stop. You can't do the same. You can't just like keep expecting things to change or whatever. Like be like, just be upfront about who you are. Yeah. No, I don't want to go. I don't want to hang out with your dog. Yeah. If you like, thank you for writing that. If you have something about your dog, I'm not doing. We're not doing that. Yeah. And don't be like, oh, maybe it'll be different this time. It won't. It won't. You don't like dogs. I don't like dogs. Do you have a dog? No. We're. I would. Like, <laughs> this is an anti-dog podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I like my dog, but I don't like Penny. We, we like one we dog. Love Penny. I know. 
Her name is Penny. She's so cute. She was named after Kate Hudson's character in Almost Famous. Absolutely. And that's it. Yeah. Speaking of that. Speaking of Kate Hudson's character in Almost Famous. <laughs> uh, boys, our guest this week is an incredible stand-up comedian and improv uh, improviser. I don't know why. What hard improv? Improviser. Improviser. Yeah. Um, he has a monthly or sometimes bi-weekly monthly, monthly show called James and Ebon that uh, bounces around. You should definitely check it out. Um, please come. Please, please come. come. Hang. Please, please welcome Ebon Kokarni. <laughs> Thank Hi. you for having me. Dude. Thanks for coming. Dude. I've never heard your last name said out loud. Yeah, right. Because it's there's no other Ebon, so I can yeah. go very easily. Just true. You can go like Pele with it. I R. do. I. There's like a guy. So I really wanted for the longest time just my first name as my Instagram handle, ah. and there is an inactive account for this guy named Inder Bond. No. Who's doing first initial last name that spells out my name? And I've tried. I DM'd him. He it, there's no pictures or profile. Yeah. I've DM'd him, and I fucking tried reporting him. I stooped to the point of reporting, and still nothing. Dude, I feel like if accounts are not active for, like, at least a month, they should just lose the rights. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, a month? I thought you were going to, maybe two years. Yeah, fuck your social media purges for your mental health. Yeah. Get get on the ground. Wait a month. Okay, 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 maybe a year. A quarter. A, cor- a one fiscal quarter. I mean, quarter. they've never posted before. Has he ever posted? No, no never post. Never posted. No, like, if it's that little of an account. Wait. This, clearly a burner. This account reached out to me and said, hey, do you want to make $500 a week? No sex stuff. And then it was just this <laughs> old man. Uh-huh. And he was a private account with no post. But he had, like, a lot of followers and followed a lot of people. And then his bio just said, honest. Whoa. <laughs> it was, like, so fast. It was going to be sex stuff. Honest. Yeah, it was probably sure. going to be sex stuff, yeah. Be sex stuff. Yeah, um, I've had friends that got paid uh, just th- to take walks. I've got I've had friends that do the, the like a lot. What's up? Like a lot. Yeah, I think like up like between two hundred and five hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah, dude. For a day for a day that's just hanging, but you just hang with like a weird dude. Wait, I want to do that. I yeah, hang with right, weird dude. Can, I'll put you in touch. You could so easily. We do can that. figure that. I out. feel like we could talk to anybody for a whole day. Yeah, right. Probably. That's all this is. That's I want. But here's the thing, you would have to, because they're paying you, you wouldn't be able to, like, if they're not a good conversationalist, you would have to just prod them, mm-hmm. you know? It's on you yeah. to be, make it a good hang if you want the return. If you make ask. it like a, uh, when you're in elementary school and you have to go uh, interview an old man about the First World War. Oh. And <laughs> <laughs> just be like, so where were you? <laughs> That's so fun. I, for some reason, really, uh, I had this weird conversation with my mom when I was really young where I was like, I wish our fa- I wish India was involved in more foreign conflict because <laughs> all my American buddies have these grandfathers that have war stories. Yeah, and they're and really have- mentally sound. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's so cool for them. Whereas all my grandparents were uh, are, are like fucking accountants. Yeah, yeah. And they're just Wait, I feel sad. The war is not in my family's history, but a lot of Irish sadness is. That's it. I mean, it's probably. Okay. I feel like if you go back, someone defended someone land, had to be you in know? war. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, we were we, guys were warring for you know long time it's yeah. weird that we're not doing it right now yeah right Wait, no we are, we are we are we totally are you're yeah, literally right yeah i feel like we're kind of always boots down somewhere we're still in the rock i think you do yeah, always wonder though like are we i don't know like things just seem really chill here and like it's been a really long time <laughs> since we like had war in the streets here like since it's been since what was world war one here no that's know, january yeah. 6th of two years ago oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well that's probably the closest we've been in such a long time you can give it a yeah. day yeah. everyone gets a day to yeah. pop off yeah. the purge that was yeah, right? the purge the realized day. they should stop calling it january 6th they should say this was the purge in real life <laughs> purge cosplay really early on one of the uh news things i saw just on youtube was like is this the next american revolution and I was like, they could have branded it way more. We just started calling it Jan Six, but yeah. they never thought of it. the the movement that did it. Never thought of like a different name mm-hmm. for it. Is okay. the issue. You Maddie to to told me something eating. crazy the other day that apparently the wealth gap in um, during the French Revolution was not it, the the wealth gap in the United States is wider than it was during oh, the French Revolution. That's crazy. Like they guillotined people for that. Yeah. Oh. Right. Oh. Crazy. I'm not doing that. I like just found that uh, fucking George Washington was one of like the richest people on earth when they made him president. We just don't talk about it. Damn, that sounds about but right. But he was like Bezos level wealthy at the time. And how old was he? I uh, probably like forty something. But that was like eight, you know that yeah. was dog years. So yeah, that yeah, was like yeah. eighty something. Yeah, they're like age. give him one last. They died like fifty. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, they don't know. They didn't. Know. They were like let's do leeches. Like, I think leeches, people are though. living too long now. I think so. We've done. We've gone too far. Mm. 
I like a cool like a cool sixty. I don't know what I'm gonna do past sixty. <laughs> no. I don't think there's a point. Apparently we're 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 leveling out though with like for a while the age like life expectancy was going up and now we're leveling out. Didn't wasn't there like more one of the like super right wing things that made it on my algorithm was talking about how like the birth rate declined for the first time this past year. Oh yeah. After like fifty straight years. So people are having fewer Probably babies. For the fewer babies. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It made sense. They, they were real mad about it. But I, in my head I was like, we could stand a couple year dip. I wonder if it was like after twenty twenty it had a little bit of a dip because maybe a lot of people got pregnant during twenty twenty because they were like locked up and not doing anything else. Yeah. And yeah. Then, like it maybe like had a weird just because that number was way higher than usual, maybe it dipped down from that. I don't know. Don't we like need to have less kids? For sure. Like, yeah, so we just that, hit like, eight, eight billion globally within the last like month. So it's like too many. That's people. insane to me. That's <laughs> I remember when we number. hit seven billion. Like we've gone up a billion in our lifetime. Not even that. Like maybe half a lifetime. It's too many. I do. Want, I want to have four kids, but I think that's, also, <laughs> I think that's crazy. And most people shouldn't have kids. Chelsea Handler started talking a lot about that in her. This is sponsored by Chelsea Handler Special, <laughs> which is funny, but also true. She's like, if you know you don't want to have your top fucking beautiful is that? Because all these people, they just have them anyway. And yeah, And you know right? they don't want them or yeah. shouldn't have them. Yeah. And it's like, I guess to be queer is like beautiful because you have to like, straight people just get kids. They just show Yeah, up. they like, don't even want them sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Whereas queer people, it's like, no, we need to like fill out paperwork. It is nice to, like, to not to know you'll never accidentally end up with a kid. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. That's sort of huge. Yeah. 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 Unless it's like one of those movies. I feel like it's such a movie plot to be like, your sister died and you're a cool New York hotshot celeb and you have five kids now. That's like what? That's a popular movie trailer. Um, I, I, party of five. <laughs> there is that and one. Raising Helen. Wait, there's also that movie with um, James Dumel. Um, Josh. Dumel. Josh Dumel. Beautiful. You know man. who I'm talking about? Yes, Fergie's ex-husband. Oh yeah. Yeah, they broke up okay. in 2017. Okay. Well, crazy. Uh, love is everything. I think yeah, that, I think it's him years. in the movie when um, the like yeah they're like the I don't know. Him and his ex-girlfriend are, were like the godparents, and so then the parents die, and they take over this baby. And, and he get, wears a baseball And they hat. raise a baby together, and they get back together, which Come is like, on. that's not how that works. That's incredible. But yeah. I feel, I can see him holding a child. Yeah. I just don't know. Okay. Maybe it is. Well, I think it's that one. So, so when James Dumel and a baby. I rest my argument that is a popular movie. Yeah, plot. of course. <laughs> the way that I was looked at when I said that was a popular movie plot was <laughs> crazy. Yeah, we did get to three movies. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, it wasn't right. like you were like, you know, it's like a stranger comes to town and we're like, yeah, that's half of movies. So yeah. It was like, this is a very specific Someone one. Someone dies and then you become a parent by accident. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know that classic trope. Yeah, right. Um, that's what I, wait, no, no. I think that's what Cool Hand Luke was about. I've never seen the movie, but no, I, I feel like. I haven't seen that one either. I think it's a, I, uh, I really want to. Uh, start watching like old westerns. I feel like for how often that genre is referenced. Yeah. Do you, have you guys seen like an old western? Never. I never have. Yeah. Right. But I for saw, a while, even, it was yeah. like the most popular like culture thing we were exporting was like yeah. cowboys. Yeah. Did you see the Fablemans? No. What's that? It's the Steven Spielberg movie about I think it's about him growing up and learning to love film, but they oh, reference Christ. a lot of old westerns in it, and it's like him making westerns as a child. Oh. I am yeah. so over the inside baseball shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't ever want to write any script that has a character who is in the industry. Wait. Even who is, like, working it. on a script? Like, or any of it. Well, I thought that Babylon, too. I find Babylon it so too. boring. Babylon was all about... Babylon's an industry movie. I don't know. I just find, like... I, and maybe... I don't know. I find stories about people in other things way more interesting well yeah. because you're in this thing i guess so i guess yeah. so but i just every time i'm like it feels very like, like every movie in theaters right now is that tar sh she's in the orchestra well, that counts as art yeah. no it counts as art that's art but that's not a film hey okay all right it's art. all right all right no, the way that she does it feels film but it they were film. saying yesterday uh who was saying it jesse was saying like um it feels like she could have been anything like her job isn't super relevant yeah that's true she, I mean, she could just easily been like something else. A college professor, like she felt pro right. like a professor, right? Just smart when she talked. Avatar, Avatar, also about the industry yeah. allegorically. <laughs> yeah. Wait, here's my. I have a bone to pick with Avatar. Go for it. People keep telling me that Kate Winslet held her little breath. <laughs> they did. I saw something about Wait, that. For how they, many minutes? Why did her Five face to seven look minutes. like that? If they, if they're gonna make her look like an animal, yeah. Why can't they? Not make her hold her breath for seven minutes. No, I like, was wondering the same thing. Like, well, all so this CGI, it's supposed to be state of the art. Why is she holding her breath for five yeah, minutes? Yeah, right? That's crazy. To That'd me. be cool if that was unscripted. That was Kate Winslet <laughs> like, doing uh, improv. It's so, she's like, no, minutes. I have to do this. She's doing her own stuff. They did special training for it. 
They we we've never. You should seen have to do it. You should be able to make Avatar just like fucking f- from just computers. Yeah, I'm stunned by this. Okay, here's a fact. Every single time there's a penis in a movie, it's a prosthetic, and you're telling really? me that Kate Winslet, oh, yes, insane, and she had to hold her breath for seven minutes. <laughs> there feels like something you can just puff up her cheeks. That feels it's, it's also it's in a different world. It's like on a different. It's just crazy. Yeah, was there crazy. penis in Avatar? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's why I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No, man. no, no. Yeah. Oh, um, all right, should we ask our questions? Oh, okay. okay, what's a boys club that you are not a part of? Okay, all right. I have, I took notes. I wrote stuff down. Yeah. Um, uh, one a, a boys club that I'm not a part of that I would like to be a part of is a doo-wop group. Doo-wop group. Oh, doo-wop. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, the, corner. like the four, like... We snap? Yeah, yeah dude. I yeah. think I would fit right in. Yeah. I don't have a good singing voice, but I feel like it's not. I think once you get the once you get the guys together on the corner, yeah. it sort of just happens. Yeah. I don't think you need to be yeah. a talented singer. I oh, that's think a great you would one. show up for the moment. Yeah, right? I think so. And then you do, like, striped suit. Yeah. Like a like a, must, like a mustard and red striped suit. Yeah, and there's, I mean, I'm probably speaking out of turn here because I don't know anything about music or singing, but I feel like if there's four people, like, you don't have to be great. Yeah, you know? that's the there's thing. There's other guys that'll be good. There's no way those guys are there because they're the most talented right. singers. You just gotta bring the heart. They, yeah, they showed up. Yeah. yeah. You, you can just work provide them. a little bit of one note, one tone, baritone. Yeah. Just, people Consistency. Easy peasy. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think if you and then if you're true friends, yeah. that also adds to the music. Yeah. yeah. And then the four of you are like out at lunch and you're like still in your costumes and it's like, oh, that, those guys, that's, that's so really, cute. <laughs> so I think about this a lot because of comedy and like the other periphery scenes for other things people are yeah. doing. Like, do you think in the fifties there was like a like in in the Brooklyn that we sit in today like a a duop scene? Probably. I hope so. Do you think there were guys that think like saw the... each other every yeah. two weeks? Yeah, I think about that a lot too because like I feel like because we're in this like weird little ecosystem of people that yeah. we know, and it, like we do know a crazy amount of people. Uh, yeah. In a, in like a different capacity than like traditional kind jobs of like we're do. In high yeah. School. Say it again. It's not unlike high school. Yeah, it's like a high school yeah. college experience almost. Yeah, totally. And so I also always think about like, oh, I wonder if like this is the same with like musicians in the area or dancers or any, you know, other arts yeah. or things. Oh, that, for sure. Yeah, so it's, I, I think about that all the time. I wonder if there are other little groups. Have you guys and then ever... back in time too. Yeah, right? Yeah. Have you guys ever gone to music mics? What's that? Like open mics that are mm-hmm. instead of oh, traditionally stand up. I've been I've at like gone. mixed mics, but never uh Never just a purely music one. No, but that sounds really beautiful. It's why it's so we went to one. If you can find one, they'll give you like more time than t- typical mics. Oh. they'll give you seven because that's how many they gave musicians. Right. Um, and it's so well to see like the music version of like the bad open micer, like the bad musician open yeah. micer. Was so cool to see. There was a guy who was playing. He was playing acoustic guitar. Um, Wonderwall. And, no, I wish <laughs> it was like a it was like a Christian rap worse yeah right worse <laughs> and i was like i love this is the one-to-one thing of yeah. like the annoying comedian we saw we were at this like backyard like uh this was a while ago now jesse and maddie were on the lineup but it was like a, a multi-genre show variety show as they <laughs> call them yeah um was, <laughs> <Multi-genre>. <laughs> i couldn't remember what it was fiction like, it's been so long uh no this guy was doing he had an acoustic guitar and he played mr Brightside, wonderwall Come and on. something else but like so earnestly i was like dude you gotta know you're an absolute like meme right now here's the thing maybe i feel like if that came around if you do that in earnest in a lot of crowds it comes around and people dig it <sighs> people were digging it yeah much. right i was sitting next to julia and we were like Come Wait, on. what is? Can you show me what dig it looks like at a music open mic? Like we laugh or don't laugh. What does yeah. it do at a music open mic? It's a lot of like it's a lot of like intent listening, a lot of bobbing yeah. head, and then big cheers afterwards. Yeah, big cheers or like um. Well, the weird thing is like sometimes people do sad songs. That yeah. was the wildest thing to me is if you do a sad song and your reaction is nothing. Yeah, and I'm like, what? The what did you? What do you? Yeah, how do you know if it was good or not? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's interesting. Because, oh my god, one time at a variety show, I had to follow this girl who did, like, covers of, like, Boy Genius, like, Phoebe Bridgers, and I was like, <laughs> how am I supposed to follow that? How are people's brains... Hey, like, let's bring the attitude back up. Yeah, uh, right? I'm here to tell you some jokes. Yeah. God. That's so funny. Yeah. And I was like, that's brutal. We had, um, for uh, the improv group that I'm on, Chicken Big, uh, one of our first shows is, we were gonna have our friend do, like, live looping with like an audience mm. but the last second he dropped out and we really wanted like a musical opener so like our friend matt Calazzo 
uh, we were like, hey, can you open for us? And he was like, hey, listen, I'm down to open for you, but just so you know, I'm not, like, I don't do the kind of music that, like, would behoove you to <laughs> yeah. put in a comedy show. Yeah. Um, and we were like, all right, that's fine. We'll make it funny. And then we didn't brainstorm ideas. <laughs> um, so then the last thing we thought of was then while he played his sad songs on a projector behind him, we played the Donkey Kong TV show, <laughs> like, on silent. Nice. And it lined up beautifully. What is that? Oh, nice. This was at Easy Lovers. I just heard that there was a slideshow, and I was like, sounds like a good venue. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a technologically savvy venue. Oh, man. Easy Lover, famous for its good tech. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't know that you did improv until right now, and I'm sorry. It's okay. I used to do improv. I think it's the most impressive art form. Do you, so you still stick up for improv? A lot of people who used to do improv are like, it's bad. Oh, I think that I shouldn't do it. One time I walked out, but I think that some people should. Sure. Like one time I walked out on stage and then no one moved. <laughs> <laughs> so then I said, this is an edit. <laughs> <laughs> Just empty like. stage empty edit stage. is phenomenal. Like, I really got Some scenes are nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's You're kind of pushing the form with that. Yeah. It can be anything and it can also be nothing. Yeah, I was like not assertive enough to do improv, or yeah. happy or confident enough. I was only anxious, and I think the people whose brains can just turn off and be calm, I think that's a beautiful thing. It is like the silliest thing of all time. Like um, Lars, who's on Chicken Big, uh, once brought this girl he was seeing to one of our shows, mm-hmm. um, and it was like a fun show. He did well, but he at the end of it, he was like, "There is nothing more." like void of like romance or like sexiness than like improv yeah. there's nothing to make you less of a sexual object yeah than like yeah. doing like pretend Wait, as an adult you say this but like i feel like in chicago those people were like sex symbols not all of them but like there were definitely people at the top that's like people want to fuck that but i think people. within the community i don't think to oh. outsiders yeah right yeah that's because that's, that's more of a power true. and status thing within a community that you like buy into that status you know yeah but if yeah, you're yeah. outside of it you're like you do make them up yeah (laughs) Yeah, i would love to see the person that watches an improv scene and is like that is i would fuck that guy guy. (laughs) Yvonne, don't count yourself out yeah listen i'm I'm sure you're moving the needle (laughs) absolutely through my through being a silly little bat yeah you know wait so when you're improv what's your primary goal um like i don't know making memories how are you answering? Um, okay, so I so I yes. play on a team with Lars and Tej, um, who are both like very big improvisers, mm-hmm. and they're like super like Lars. Um, Lars is like, but both of them did like clowning work and stuff. They're like cool. really out there. So a lot of the stuff I do uh, in playing with them is like establishing uh, like location and names. Yeah, like I like I'm I'm very funny, but I like I am definitely like more straight man than them yeah like maggie tez's girlfriend came to a show once and she was really funny because it was a show i couldn't make uh-huh. and she was like yeah Lars and tez were good but the entire time uh she was like i wish yvonne was here because yvonne would be like and this is happening in michigan yeah and yeah that's sort of my role yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well because you're the only of the three of them that's a stand-up really yeah I mean, tez does some stand-up yeah yeah but tez, yeah tez but does a lot of like character yeah. stuff too yeah yeah he gets a little silly because i feel like that has more of a yeah there's a direction we're headed yeah yeah there's a point we're getting to it is funny i just remember being in improv and like i'm so selfish yeah <laughs> that you'd you'd have an idea for it and then someone else would clearly have a different idea and you'd be like no <laughs> that's we're not where i thought that was going yeah. that's not what i'm gonna do that's funny yeah but in chicago they were very much like this isn't about being funny it's about being true yeah it's about i being feel truthful. like the biggest scam that any of like of improv with like classes is that like to get you together i mean it's a good way to meet people maybe if you don't have other ways but like you really should just do it with people you already know and are friends with that you can like create a dynamic with because if you're just like in a random class with a bunch of random people you're never gonna have chemistry yeah especially with like a like a super wide range of people yeah like if it's just whoever signed up like that's so yeah. bad yeah we're at four hundred dollars to pay ucb for oh man <laughs> six weeks. like more is it four hundred dollars i feel like I the no new idea. york ones are so expensive it was probably crazy. did you ever do ucb or anything no, no 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 one of my one of my little badges of pride is that i'm not a ucb matriculated supervisor good for you <laughs> don't do it yeah even no, when they crazy. reopen are they closed right now are they reopening? No idea. they're coming back yeah there's been rumor wait are you Coming and I.O. is coming here too, right? What's up? Second Isn't I.O. coming here? Is oh, I.O. coming here? City. Sorry, Second, second City. Yeah. My bad. I hope they open I.O. Have you guys been to the... you guys seen I the I.O.? I.O. Oh, really? Yeah, did you I like it? it? I loved I.O. I've heard only, like, the nicest, greatest things about that. It was, it was a crazy time. So, but for improv, I feel like it's... I don't know... I don't know New York improv at all. I think Chicago improv was, like, pretty white guy. Yeah. Like, 
centric. What's well, the Midwest? Real. Yeah, it's already gonna be mostly white dudes. Improv is all is like heavy white dudes. Yeah, it, it is, is sort of like the goof. It's the magnet for like the goofy white. Yeah, you know? yeah. and every time I was ever in an improv situation, on the first day, I'd I be love like, calling it a situation. Improv situation. <laughs> an improv situation. I'd be like, okay, so there's five gay guys on this, thing. <laughs> and then little by little, I'd be like, okay, there's one, and it's me. And like, <laughs> all of these men are with a woman. I'm so fascinated by that. Yeah, yeah right? that is true. That like whatever character you're playing, you're a gay. One, <laughs> if it's a squirrel, it's yeah, a it's a gay squirrel. squirrel. It's like, yeah, you yeah. really can't ever get out of that element. Well, I would it. often play women. I would just okay, walk out yeah. and be like, it's so easy to be someone's mom right now, and like. Sometimes I feel do. like it's probably more fun to just be like, let me get so far away from me that it doesn't even. That's not even a distracting part anymore. I'm fully yeah. a character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Is like the nice thing about improv is that if you or just like performance in general, if you really commit. People underestimate the credit an audience gives. Yeah. If you even if it's uh, not the funniest thing, if you're really like I am an ogre. Yeah. And you're really weird about it, a lot of people will give you laughs. Yeah. Which yeah. is insane. Never, you ever do improv? Never too late. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I've done, I've taken one improv class. Did you like it? Um, it was like when I did you do this a long time ago, and it, I was um, in Georgia. No, we had one with uh at school, but it was like uh. I don't know. I just I I prefer to like write, so I think I just never and I I just would get too anxious of it. Like probably similar to you, like just didn't. Yeah. That's right. We, we did like being upset, and then we tried to do crowd work like one time and realized that we don't do that. I, know, <laughs> I, like, I like can't even improv enough to do crowd work. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. the other shit is the crowd work. You that's so dependent on who you get. Yeah. You can so that and that's the my lead the the thing I get so nervous about as someone that's like hosting a lot of shows. Is anytime someone like brings up an audience member as a part of a bit, mm, I hate that. Just like all the different ways it could go, I I get so much anxiety. I don't really trust people in the audience all that often. You can't. It's my job to be funny. Yeah, I yeah. can't trust you. I had to do. I hosted Asylum Presents. They, you know, they have like a guest, and yeah. I was a guest one time. And part of the guest's job is to interview one of the audience members as a setup for the improv scene. It's sure. Improv off of that. Um, and this guy was so crazy. And so I was like, well, now it's my job to, like, corral this guy. He's drunk. He's, like, telling too much information about his story. Sure. And, like, he's saying insane things about his ex-girlfriend in front of a hundred people that are in this audience. Yeah. And now I have to make sure he's behaving. Like, that's too much. Yeah, yeah that's, that's too right. much. Yeah. You're a little wrangler. What are you supposed to – like, what? what is the personality that would be successful at interviewing that man? Because you're right. Is it someone who's just like – I think I was good at it, but I just oh, was you like, were well, this is a lot of – this is a job now. Yeah, right. You know? And it's like, are you supposed to be funny? Are you supposed to be not funny? Are you supposed I kinda to just kind of, I gave him, I gave him, I put it, I raked him over the coals a little bit. I was like, I think you have say, to. Say, I, like when he was being an asshole, I'm like, well, I'm going to be mean to you and just be like, why the did you say that? The person that wants to be interviewed for something <laughs> exactly. like that. Exactly. The volunteer the is not who you want. Yeah. 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 You yeah. want the INFJ. Yeah, the it's little like looking the, away from yeah, you. Yes. Down and yeah, away. Yeah. The woman who has read a book. <laughs> yeah, in her every time, like, I mean, you guys have seen this before, too. I think especially because we are all people who know how to tell a story in a succinct way that is interesting. That's yeah. our job. So, like, when you have somebody come up here and tell a story, and then, like, Maddie, they did that for a last drop. They were asking, it's like, somebody's, like, best piece of gossip, and they, like, asked an audience member. And, like, the audience member doesn't know how to get to the fucking point. Like, sure. they don't know how to tell stories publicly. So, like, it's just, like, any t- it just really slows down this pace of the show. Because you're like, okay, now you listen to this horribly told story. Yeah. <laughs> it's not interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. even worse version of, like, the drunk guy that's, like, talking too much is the person that is giving you nothing. Yeah, yeah. That is- and, like, giving you too much information but, like, not relevant details. And you're like, what get what are we getting to? Like, what are we building towards? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should we ask our next question? What's a boys club that you are a part of okay um okay uh recently uh dad rock fans dad rock fans what's dad rock i've re- like re- i've gotten really into like allman brothers band sure. i've gotten really into like ccr yeah just like a lot of just like floppy haired white guys gravelly voices mm-hmm. bands that are still around yeah because you know they're just singing about they're singing about like just driving down a road yeah or does something. bruce springsteen count yeah absolutely okay. in a big way Okay. Or like like I don't know if dad rock but just like dad music like dad uh, music. I got re- like Billy Joel yeah really Have into you been that to LA? no never okay 
when we were in LA, every song that I heard, whether it was in an Uber, whether it was at the pool, a restaurant, was a dad rock song. As yeah. if they had never heard of Rihanna. Mm-hmm. It was fascinating. It's for the dad. It's like cowboy music. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was that. Well, it's really, because it, you can't, like, it's not danceable. No. But yeah. it's not. Swayable. Yeah, it's exclusively swayable. And it's not soft enough or, like, it, you can't put it in the background. Right. So it's weird to hear in a restaurant because yeah. you have to pay attention to it. Yeah. Okay, did your dad listen to this music? Yeah, big okay. time. So when you listen to it, does it take you back to being a child? Yeah, I think, so I don't know if you guys had this with your parents, but like for like anytime my folks try to show me something, my immediate reaction was being like, that's lame and mm-hmm. sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I've like, I am in the process of going back and be like, oh, no, no, a bunch of this stuff is actually. Yeah, like cool. I love Bruce Springsteen and they used to want to take me to concerts and so, like I would often be like, no, I'm not going to that. Well, and now I'm like, please take you had the chance to see the boss live, dude. Like didn't multiple do it? times. We, they they literally have you done it now? obsessed. I have gone. I think I've seen him three times. Whoa, you've but seen him three I, times. But there were times where I'd be like, I'm not going, and then my dad would take the tech guy from his work. <laughs> like, sort of. So, that's so funny. Yes. Is your dad taking the tech guy He's from amazing. his all boys Catholic high school? <laughs> yeah, that's so to, funny. To the Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> because I'm my gay that kid guy. didn't want to go. That's come. so funny. But no, I like I love Bruce. I think, and I don't know, like and Bruce loves you. The boss. Thank you. Yeah. So, like, I think the music is good, but then also there is that, like, sense memory of it mm-hmm. that feels like I'm six years old and we're, like, going to the shore and life is really simple and beautiful and it's always August. No, truly. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's, 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 like, the right amount of sad. It's never truly it, – because it's, ne- it's so rarely, like, about a real thing. Bittersweet. It's, like, sometimes in those songs, the, the saddest I get is being, like, and I was feeling down, you yeah. know? I'm laying like, on fire. Yeah. <laughs> It's similar to country music where it just always is like begging the question, were we ever so young? Yeah, right. You know? and that's Keep on dreaming like even if time. it breaks your heart. And that's like dad music, just being like, ah, damn, I used to be a young man. Yeah, and oh, absolutely. I'm a dad. Wait, I lo- what's that Luke Bryan song? Drunk on you, little house on the time. Yeah. Girl, yeah. if you're not a 10, you're a 9.9, which I love because it's kind of like, what do you want? Where, where are you on the fence about her? Yeah, give her a nine point nine. Yeah, sometimes you annoy me. But... You're not a ten. <laughs> you're a nine point nine. Oh man, I love, I love like man music. It's incredible. It is. Did your dad listen to that? Yeah, my dad. So my dad loves like Guns N' Roses. Okay. And like Classic. some country music, he kind of listens to everything. So he, um, we've talked about this before on the pod, but he has a so our so house. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it again. No, so our, our house in it's Savannah... crazy that we can ever think of new things to say. Somehow we do. Somehow we do. Um, our house in Savannah, because it's like like the water level is there, it is so high, like all the houses are built up on like stilts essentially. So the bottom floor of the house is all garage. Yeah. So that if it floods, and it often does, it'll just take the garage. It won't sure. take anything in the house. So he has turned the garage, part of the garage, into a gym, a home gym. That of has course. like two squat racks and like rowing machines you've never said two squat racks there's two squat you've racks never wait two said... different that's cool you said a squat rack. Was he, is he thinking he's gonna go like hulk mode it's pretty much his own crossfit gym and his best friend who he works with lives two doors down from us and he comes over all the time and they blast like dad rock music that's adorable and my mom works from home upstairs and hates it because <laughs> it's so loud and they like throw the weights down and they yell a lot and it's just like a whole thing Part of, I think part of the enjoyability of Dad Rock is knowing that, like, when the person who's supposed to enjoy this is enjoying it, there's someone that's mad at them. Yes, yes. There's always someone that's like, please stop yeah. listening to this band. Those yeah. damn kids in their music. Yeah, and Those right? damn kids are now 57. Yeah, but it's old. like, yeah, Dad, why are you... It, so it's like a lot of Guns N' Roses, and then sometimes Eminem. I don't Wait, know, he's got like a real... And... Whoa, he goes Eminem? Eminem. Sometimes, it's kind of like if you were to take a, a sampling of music that was popular in 2010, that's sure. kind of what he's playing. That's interesting. Yeah. I like that's pretty late for dad yeah. dad music taste. I'd yeah, think. he's kinda all he's got like kind of an eclectic taste, but it's it's so random. and then sometimes it's like a playlist that'll have like Guns N' Roses and Eminem, then Leon Bridges will be on. And it's like uh, what is the tone of this playlist? You know, I like that he's going like slow, low music. Yeah, also. but it's like but also they're like throwing the weights down and grunting and it's Till like, I Claps by Eminem. Da 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 They love to play that at Till Cycle. It's like lose yourself and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's nuts, it's nuts. Yeah, one of the boys' clubs I'm a part of is unfortunately sneakerheads. Oh, you are a sneakerhead. I was yeah, just looking right? down at your shoes now. I yeah, the little dunks, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's the worst thing. It's the worst thing for a person to be. It's one of the worst. Okay, okay we talked about expensive. this when my roommate was on the pod. Was is he a sneakerhead? No, he said he wasn't. But the reason I think for him, my theory on it was, he's a skater. Yeah. So I think his shoes get beat up all the time. Oh, for sure. For so sure. he doesn't really. That doesn't really 
mean much. He just needs like skate shoes. Versus, but he was saying that like in New York, because you walk everywhere, and you're not driving. Like yeah. your shoes are like your car. Like if you're like that's, that's a like beautiful your, statement. Yeah, your shoes are like your car. So it's like if you care, if you're somebody who would care about the way you get around, like that makes sense that in New York you would like be a sneakerhead. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's also like it's the skating thing for sneakers is so weird to me because like. Yeah. For instance, like, the shoe I grew up on is, like, the Air Force One, the, like, yeah. classic white. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, I met these group of kids when I was in Burlington doing shows, and they all had a dirty Air Force Ones, and I was talking to them about it, and they were like, we buy Air Force Ones to skate them. Oh. We specifically buy the shoe to get it dirty. That's crazy. Yeah, right? Which is so for Like, dude, I get so nervous of this shit creases. Yeah. It, like, it wigs me out. I have a separate toothbrush just for my shoes. You use a Whoa. toothbrush So you're a true sneakerhead. Yeah, absolutely. Would you use, awesome. like, a magical eraser on it? No, at some point, I mean, there's like a world of products. At some point, it, it, it does get silly. Yeah. There's a point, there is a point in every single point one of my shoes. a grown man with a toothbrush at your shoe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> where you're like, I cannot do this again. Yeah. These, are, these shoes are just going to be dirty now. Yeah. yeah. But for a while, as, for like a couple of, for a couple of months, I like to keep them as clean as I can. Yeah. It's hard in New York. Yeah, right? Although, I don't know. The weird stuff is like, I feel like people, like, it, it it's a nice, uh, it's a weird thing where if you know enough uh, about sneakers, New York has enough people always wearing cool sneakers. Yeah. That I played this uh, game with my roommate and co-host James, where James doesn't know anything about sneakers. And then you'll see someone just on the A-train with like a $2,000 pair of sneakers. And it just looks, it's like a plastic bag. It's like yeah. not, it looks ridiculous. Right. And it's so fun to be like, how much do you think that costs? Yeah. And then they're, in their wildest dreams, they're like, Four hundred dollars. Yeah, that should be like not even close. Wait, wow. give an example of a two thousand dollars sneaker. Um, like uh, like the Balenci- a lot of the Balenciaga ones were really expensive. The 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 shoe that like I really wanted that is like impossible to get are these shoes called the Red Octobers, uh, which are bad looking shoes. But it was just it for some reason. You know, you were talking about sh- like music taking you back to a time. This yeah. was like in my when I was like in early high school, I was like the if you had these shoes, they're they're like in. Un- Wait, are these forty thousand dollars? Yeah, forty thousand dollars. Yeah, dude. Wait, I gotta see them. Wait, oh shit! Yes, I know these. The famous, the first, the second those? Kanye shoe ever. Wow. Uh, I think like <laughs> like Pete Davidson. Yeah. Um, all this, all the fuckboy celebrities have red October. I don't Fuck. things that people will steal from me on the. That's how I feel about a Canada goose. Yeah, someone just stopped you and says, "Give me your jack. You're wearing your money on your back." Yeah, or you don't want to get blooded. You don't want to get outside. One of my friends when they got uh, got a Canada goose, uh, walked outside the store and then got fucking Peta is scary as hell. Yeah, right. See, when you least expect it, we are an anti-Peta podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Dogs, except for Penny Lane, and we hate Peta. That's so funny being anti-dog and anti-Peta. I went to London three Christmases ago, and I, I, I know, I I know that it doesn't make sense to be nervous about ISIS, but there's a lot going on that time. I was like, shit, we're going to London, it's a different place. And I was like, no, Peta is the scariest thing over here. Yeah, absolutely. But what you just said, they were they were out there in the streets. Blooding. I never heard blooding before, but like blood. Like just right. throwing fake blood. Fake on blood, people. yeah. Or maybe real blood. I don't oh know. God, I hope not. I feel like that's got to be illegal. Maybe. Although, like no really... who's checking? Yeah, but that would be really serious. I feel like because you could transmit. God knows what. Yeah. Oh know? yeah. Yeah. Probably. We right. have like a really hard people first stance. Yeah. And that we just think Peter needs to sit down. I feel that way. So <laughs> it's like any. I don't know. There was a weird time where, like, for instance, like after. Uh, like na- this happens a bunch in India. Anytime, like after like natural disasters, there'll be like a separate fund that is like this is to preserve like monkeys. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, but this ha- this has got to be people? way further out. Yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah. you're donating this, if you're not quadrupling it for people, yeah, we have to have a conversation. Yeah. No, that's exactly what we were like. Our point is always that like people that are like super animal rights, it's like, are you also human rights? Like, yeah. What right. About the human rights. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you've had so much money that you're giving to human rights, and then you're like, well, maybe some for the animals too. Um, that's great. That's yeah, great. But absolutely. Like, it can't be the only for thing babies. You're doing. It can't be the only thing you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it just it's so much easier to get money for the fucking um the famous like Sarah McLaughlin commercial. Yeah. In the arms of an angel. There is nothing akin to that for people. There is no piece of media that yeah. is like as powerful and recognizable. To get I agree money with people. that, but they did try because when you were a kid, if you stayed up too late, would it turn to save the children on like the save the children? I know what you're talking about those like 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 really sad photos of kids in like underdeveloped nations and yeah. <laughs> Waiting to scare you're gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
No, yeah, one of the so one of the benefits. Like, what location were you getting? <laughs> it was like I don't know exactly where it yes. was, but yes. Yeah. One of the benefits of growing up in one of those nations <laughs> is that we did not get those targeted ads. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were oh, not. They were not trying to get our money sure, for us. Sure, sure. <laughs> so what I have described apparently is a boy's because I didn't know that I was a part of. Yeah, yeah so right. The ads you get in the suburbs of Philly. You grew up in suburban Philly. Send anything. Um, I did. That's cool. Pennsylvania. Do you like it? Yeah, it was a lovely place to grow up. Oh, do would you go back? Like, do you like when you go back? I love to go back for seventy-two hours. Okay, that's and, how I feel. If that's it's a holiday, holiday, and if it's not a holiday, then twelve. I went. I went to see my dad for like. Well, also my mom for like. <laughs> Throw like, in the mom real quick. Literally six hours one day last yeah. month, and it was so nice to be able to just like pop on an Amtrak. Yeah, right. Because I was in Chicago before, which is like, well, I not go back because we were caring for in the Midwest. Yeah, but like it's harder to be. No, they moved to away. Jersey. Oh, nice. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did my last year of high school in New Jersey. That's why I, I open a lot of my stand-up sets by chanting Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Dog, Wait, I, had so my, I had my first time ever at a show. I open shows by chanting, uh, if I say Jersey, you say Jersey. And then we go back and forth. I had my first show like two days ago where I was like, when I say Jersey, you say Jersey. Jersey, nothing. <gasps> first time ever. That was one of the th- I think because I think they That's thought like I was going, like I was, this was going to turn into like an a big long sure, thing. Sure, sure. Oh. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess they're also like. Do you guys feel this? I I feel like sometimes when I perform for older crowds, mm-hmm. there is like a weird thing where they are not. They're way more put off by silly stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like younger crowds. The are. worst show I've ever done in my life was a rooftop show at a private residence in the East Village. Whoa! For this Bilderberg meeting you were doing, it was <laughs> like it was like a bunch of like people who have lived there forever but like have a bunch of wealth now they're like older oh, they're old people they're like in their 40s 50s 60s probably that's old no, it's not old but like <laughs> older crowd and they were just like they did not like one single comedian i bombed for 12 minutes straight like that's I, so in cool. a way that i've never done before like silence for 12 minutes. what were the faces just kind of stone interesting yeah sometimes you? i don't know no because they, they were like professory and like like kind of that like i don't know rich people capital d democrat think they're woke kind of vibe yeah a little rachel maddow yeah yeah oh i love rachel (laughs) capital d democrat huh i can't wait to google capital d democrat like people who actually consider themselves a democrat and don't just vote democrat because they have to yeah they're like i love the blue i love the democrats yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. i only love nancy pelosi (laughs) so we're we're working on you i'm gonna go wherever she goes yeah nancy pelosi can be a bigger fan her daughter uh uh, her daughter did this weird um uh, like docu series. Yeah. Did you see it where they she like interviewed? Wait, do you watch uh, MSNBC all day? Not all day, but, but it's it, on. It, okay. My family, my family's a big part. Because yeah. you know that the only place where that was covered was MSNBC. Yeah, absolutely. I love that your parents don't care for American politics, but they watch MSNBC. Just they, <laughs> yeah. love, they love to leave it on, dude. Sure, I sure, think sure. it's nice to know what's going on. Yeah, or like it's honestly like sometimes because like if you grow up in like a bigger city and then you move to suburbia straight up like the lack of noise i don't know mm. if you guys feel this when you go back home but like to go to a place where it's quiet at night again yeah. is like scary and weird Spooky. it is weird i was thinking this like it feels like mo- the 99.999 percent chance that nothing bad will happen and you're safe as you've ever been but then this 0.001 percent chance that the worst thing imaginable will happen to you yeah you're like, like if i die we'll be by like hacksaw <laughs> yes it'll be sharon tate manson murders yeah. yes that's what the suburbs are. Yeah, for some reason. Like, usually safe, but you might get caught up. Yeah, whereas in New York, I'm like, I'll just get robbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no one's going to come at me with, like, a, an eclectic weapon. Yeah, there's Wait, you're something really about being in an apartment building. It's like, there's a lot yeah. of other... Yeah, houses. right? You'd have yeah. to pass so many people out. Yeah. I don't even lock yeah. my window. Or, like... All right, I'm coming in the window. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking you think, fuck it. the door. I'm coming in the window. Could you scale a building, out. you think? Like, Assassin's Creed style? I think if there was You're the, athletic. I think if there was the right so the only problem would be I think because I'm a little bit short, I think my might my, my reach might Oh sure let me down. But I think if there was the right things to grab onto or jump off of, I think I could try. I'm yeah. also a little scared of heights, so it'd have to be like oh, literally okay. just up to Connor's second story would Do so you think it's good that I'm five inches taller? Because I just feel like we would be on such different leagues with your skills and my height. And if I was <laughs> height you would not fuck with me. You would, you know, like we would be friends if I was your <laughs> I just think me five five would be so such a bummer because I have no athletic ability. You'd be such a bummer if you were five five. Like, I I wouldn't be bummed, mm. but I would be like such. I, I see what imagine. you're saying. If you and I swapped heights, it would be a really different world for both of us. Yeah. 
That's so. I do that a lot with people where, um, just in, in especially in like listening to the way comedians talk. Yeah. I'm like, your life would be so different if you were five six. Yeah. And like j- just hearing the way like my tall friends deal with like dates. Yeah. Or like any sort, really any social interaction. I'm like so much, and it's not, they're not like bad people or anything, but like so much of social confidence sometimes is built up because you're taller than everyone else. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm 5'5". Do you feel like most people that you go on dates with are taller than you, your height or shorter? They're typically my height or shorter. I'm dating a taller girl right now. How tall is she? She She's 5'9". Cool. Yeah, right? How do you like that? It's cool, dude. Yeah. It's just, I think it's not... It, part of, like, so much of this strife that people have in being short is, like, not... for some, They can't describe why they don't like being short, but they right. don't like it. Whereas, like, at some... like and But, like, it comes... I feel like so much of it is deep-rooted in, like, I can't get, like, this romantic partner that I want sure. because of my height. Whereas once that goes away, it also takes away, like, every anxiety you have about being short. Yeah. Because it is so... It is the silliest thing. And it's just something we attribute meaning to, uh, like, for no reason. Like, yeah, we, right. we just attribute that there's some sort of, like, lesser than, you know, masculinity or whatever. But it's 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 so irrelevant. It, it is quite it isn't, the least controllable None of us are playing thing. basketball. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. it really... Like I was saying earlier, like, why are we not all the same height? It doesn't, there's no reason for <laughs> it's it. Yeah. Still, yeah. You're right. We should get... We should get, like, a system of shoes. Yeah. And then all of humanity should be a perfect 5'11". I've seen, like, a meme or something that was, like, a, a same height party. And yeah. it was, like, truly that, where people had, like, shoes on to, That's like, all beautiful, match each other's actually. heights. If I was at that party, I would do, like, the biggest pair of pants. Yeah. So you wouldn't even know if yeah. I'm lying to what extent. Right. I, but I'm, I'm with you that, um... I feel like people like don't underestimate what it means to be like shorter in rooms yeah like, for confidence sure. and stuff like that and like and you know group interactions and stuff like if you are the if you're at least as the same height as everybody else it probably feels way different than like walking up to a group of people where you're the shortest one there yeah or like even if you're like it, like if you're good like five six good looking is different than like six two good looking yeah totally. six two good looking someone's throwing you money to, to be hot yeah. for them yeah you know i can't even think of a person like that what do you mean six two good looking person and hot there's someone. You also have to be so much more good-looking. He, well, he's yeah. good-looking. But you have to be so much more good-looking for people to give you that credit when you're short versus if you're tall. Yeah. Like, you don't right. have to be that hot to be tall and hot because like, tall does have to have the battle for you. Yeah. Versus if you're short to be considered hot, you have to like actually be quite handsome. I don't... Uh, the nice thing about being short, though, is you can't... like One of the things I've been exercising... Is just you can uh, just asking people to get stuff from shelves. Hell yeah! It's so cool, dude. Hell it's yeah. a big power. Trip it's like being there. a small king. Yeah. Oh, I just like the fucking a damn penguin, finger. dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like get me this. Yeah, my tall goons. Little yeah. henchmen. You're yeah. Big and tall so that you can do physical labor for me. The fun, the 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 saving grace of being short is being able to follow short boss trope. Yeah. Like short crime boss yeah. with big tall goons. Exactly. Is so fun. I love that. Like that little man in Shrek. Yeah. So you've only dated people taller than you, or mostly, yeah. and you've mostly got shorter, shorter same, same height. height. Yeah, and Maddie and I are the same height, but if she wears like Doc Martens and I'm wearing like sh- smaller shoes, then she's sure. a little bit taller than me. Isn't it fun to do? Yeah, this? it's fun. It's so cute it's to do head yeah. on shoulder. Yeah, I like it. Oh, crazy! That's awesome. I, I think the nice thing about height is it also, I feel it like could if like you can just there's like. There, it's just like there's a tall person role and a short person role mm-hmm. in the relationship, and you can just switch them. Yeah, you can just be, uh, just, you can just be a little spoon, you know. Yeah, oh, I love to be a little spoon. It's a, it's it, there's nothing safer. Yeah, I know. Wait, one of our guests said that in every relationship there is a girlfriend and there is a boyfriend. Was it EJ? EJ said that. Yeah, I've been thinking about that ever since. Do you agree with that? I don't know. I think that he was speaking also specifically to like queer relationships where gender is like bent already. Oh, you're so like right. that, those are like kind of like campy roles that people fall into, rather than like I feel like in. It's funny because I think that I am little spoon, but if I am feminized, I'll kill you. you know I mean? <laughs> so it feels like something. No, it's different. Therapy. Yeah, absolutely. That's why you can just be like little prince vibes. Yeah, yeah, like I'm talking all this hot shit about like being comfortable with dating. So if she picked me up one day. We would have a problem. Yeah, that's not okay with it. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. There's lines. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's a. It's still you have to have it feel respected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's still a partnership. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, absolutely. Oh. Should we do your last question? Yeah, let's do it. Um, our last question is: What is the boys' club you would like to create or okay. see in the world? Um, I have two for this one. Uh, one is Wiccans. I don't know enough about Wiccans. the dude Wiccans. 
Wait, yeah. there are Jude Wiccans? There have to be. Wait, no? your brain is never occurred to me until right now. We have to have Wiccans. Yeah. Are those, you mean like actual witchy people? Yeah, because I, th- I see, shit. yeah, I see so many, uh, I think like the, I, I have a witchy archetype in my mind of. For, for women. For women. Is yeah. it Jessie Ballard? No, I think because you could go, Michi, but she could be if you wanted to. Me. Yeah, you could. I think there are like there are people who like play with it, but there are people who are like this is the, like the god I pray to. <laughs> yeah. I just remembered when I was at an improv class one time. At the first day, we went around the circle and everyone shared their fun fact, and all the guys' fun fact was I have a girlfriend. And then this one girl, <laughs> this one girl, <laughs> real fun, so funny. This one girl, Deda, said. I'm a witch. And then we didn't address it. Next person went. And I was awesome. like, I have so many questions for this awesome. person. I need to talk to this person. Did she look particularly witchy? No. Really? She looks farm girl Midwest. That's so much more interesting. I love Wiccans. That genuine. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. I would be so much more interested in a Wiccan that did not, uh, that did not, like, fit that archetype yeah. in my mind. But, or, like, in my brain. I yeah. believe in witchcraft. You're so right, though, that, like, I feel like I could, I could picture exactly who I would think of for a witch, but for a Wiccan, I'm not quite... Is Wiccan a gender... Place a Wiccan is a man and a witch is a I man. thought Wiccan was, like, the... Like, like the dude version, yeah. 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 Oh. Wait, you're totally right. You know who I know? Halloween yeah. Town. Remember Halloween Town? No, I've never oh, no, seen... But then where does wizard fit? Yeah, where do wizard and warlock fit in? I think that's all. I think it's got to be purely fictional. Yeah, are boys, right in if you know the difference Wiccan, between Wiccan, or do they witch, and warlock? Seek out becoming a Wiccan. I think it's like if your mom's Wiccan, oh. you can. Your I think it's I think it's Judaism rules. <laughs> I think yeah, it's born into like, it. I think it's maternal. Yeah. No, I think it has to be conversion, right? I have no idea, but you're. I like that Wiccans. Yeah. Right. Wiccans, and then also um, one of the th- I think um, uh, afternoon tea. Yeah, boys. One of the things severely lacking in this country, and this is my soapbox, yeah. is not enough of a culture of afternoon tea. Yeah. Yes, because you know what? It would give us structure in this way. You know, we need structure at 3 p.m. Yeah, absolutely. Like, 3 to 4 p.m. is popping are... in other parts of the world in a way that it could be here. Yeah, and here, that's tea, when people siestas are killing in Spain, the same like, time know. of the day. Yeah. We need something to bridge the gap between lunch and dinner. Yeah, just another. I, or, like, I, dude, I worked for this company that was like a span, like based out of Spain, Spanish company. Um, and everyone else who worked there was Spanish. I was hired as an intern. And then from fucking noon to four, those guys would leave the office for lunch and then go home. And awesome. I would be completely alone in the Wait, office. Wait, when myself. would they? Do they get there at nine? They would get there. So they would get there like ten. <laughs> they would work for, for two, two hours. hours. Yeah. Then go home and then they would get. Back at like four thirty, and then work until like seven thirty eight. That's awesome. And then they would like go out again. It was sort of it was an incredible. It was cool to be, like follow a nine to five schedule in that system. Yeah, because you do get so much alone. But they were like, they you could see it immediately. I was like, all these people are more productive, more relaxed. Yeah, yeah. they're all happy. I'm sure. Well, if you're only going in with being like, these are my two hours to work, you're gonna work. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Absolutely. And you really like. It's insane, like, from school days, this premise that, like, we were, like, we shouldn't be working for eight hours straight. Psycho. With, like, a 30-minute break. Has never worked. No. No one does that well. Yeah. Everyone's it's so fucking psychotic. Up. Yeah. That's one of the nice things about, like, not having to be in an office is, like, I was weird. I was, like, talking to uh, this guy that works at our company that his first job was, um, his first job out of college was this, like, our remote job. Mm-hmm. And he never worked in an office. Um, and he was like, uh, like I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Um, uh, but he was like, I, 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 I like that I don't work in an office, but I feel like it would provide me like structure. I would yeah. work for. And I was like, no, dude, people are fucking goofing off in an office. Yeah. So much. They're just not having fun. Yeah. Performing takes time. Yeah. Like, oh my performing god. Performing is a whole activity. Yeah. Just what did you do busy. when you were in marketing? Did you like okay. read email? So I did marketing. Yeah. Influencer marketing, and I would just, I, we had so many meetings. But I loved going to a meeting. Okay. But then it was like, we have so many meetings. When are we working? When are we going to like do the work between the meetings so we have new things for the next meeting? We have literally have meetings all day long. Yeah. But really? there's something so fun about just being like, we're going to a meeting. But the meeting's only allowed to be 25 minutes long because we're effective here, but we have them all day. Well, you're doing like so 10, 25-minute meetings Constant a meetings. A quick connect. Touch base. Oh, my God. Love a quick connect. They love to just like... Create bullshit for themselves. Yes. Because they know there's nothing happening. There's something just like electrifying about 
showing up to a meeting in a glass with a glass door. Oh, does it have a funky name? It, oh, they were named after the Empire State Building meeting room. They were named after things that were, I think, significant to either Chicago. It was our X bar was the one that comes to mind. That job. Do you know what our X bar is? No. Three almonds, six egg whites. Kind no of bullshit. Oh, sure. No bullshit. You know those ones. I worked at that protein bar. I was so into it. I, I was like my. I was like this. Is my dream time to sell protein bars to hot girls and. But I was, it was, I loved it. There is a part of you that is that, that is the dream. I know. <laughs> to climb the corporate ladder. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like, oh, just hawking get, almond bars. Yeah. To get equity, you know. I want equity. equity. I want equity in something. In a company that went under. If anyone has equity, can you send me some? I, okay, here's the thing. I, I think there's like a, there's like a 60% chance I have some equity. But yeah. I don't know where it's sitting or who has it. Mm. But I think. You have to find out. That's how people. Get, like houses is that is that the case yes i just found out the that they don't automatically renew my health insurance plan at my job which is a weird thing so you have to actively go to health yeah and it's like them. it's the system created to like kick you off yeah. that insurance which is insane there's no option where you can just be like nothing's changed it's so psychotic that we have insurance through our jobs oh. no insurance really is crazy it's that's the only insane. reason i like still want this style of job yeah it's like for that well you honestly you're so young. You're so healthy. I smoke so many cigarettes. Hey, <laughs> people have been smoking cigarettes for years and everyone's fine. But here's the thing. That is the fucked up justification in my brain. And you cannot give me more ammo. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, true? I'm, in my head, I'm like the oldest people I know smoke cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they made it to be the oldest people I know. That's true. Which is, I don't know. I think that, I think they like the, the cigarettes now are not the cigarettes of your, you know? You think they're worse now or better? I think they're worse. Worse for you? How did that happen? I don't know. I think there's probably were... more chemicals in them now. Yeah, they're like they make things. And when we were like a union country or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Now I mean, it's like robots being like put glass in the tobacco. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Which doesn't really help. No. But yeah, I think if I quit cigarettes, I would also quit my job because then I'm like, there's no reason to <laughs> have health insurance. I'm good. 2023. Elon's quitting Oscar. cigarettes at I his job. I this thing that Carly Claus's husband founded called Oscar, which is. Um, Jared Kushner's brother, by the way. Love that. And I know. The world is so fucked. And, but it's like, I pay... Carly Klaus, NYU alum. Oh, out. yeah. Girls Who Code. You yeah. remember that? You remember that, um... There's like a TikTok of, like, her be Was she on Drag Race or something? Yes. And the guy's like, you could wear it to a dinner with the Kushners. And she's like, bitch, don't even think about it. <laughs> so I, like, loved Carly Klaus. And then I realized that she was Or was it not evil. Drag Race? It was, what was it? I think it was. It was something with Tim Gunn. No, it was, uh, uh, Say yes uh, to Project yes. Run. Project Runway. Run yeah, with, uh, what's her face? Tyra Banks. Yes. Before he blew the, blew the whistle on her. Yeah, yeah. So many Wait, was she, like, a contestant on Project Runway? Tyra she Banks was a guest. Was a, Carly? Was, oh, Carly oh, was Carly. a judge. Oh, she okay. was a guest yeah. judge. For what? Who cares And the contestant her? said something like, you could wear this. Like, she was like, I don't even know where you would wear this. And he's like, you could wear it to the dinner with the Kushners. And she Love was like. that. Don't even bring Shout it. out to that network for keeping that dig in. Yeah. She's from the Midwest, she by the way. She's yeah. from St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis is You well. have, like, weirdly a lot in common with Curly Claw. Yeah, right? <laughs> You're also... You've, you've never seen us in the same thing place. With, the, with uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, St. Louis has, like, a cool, eclectic little uh, alumni pool. Yeah. John Hamm, Curly oh, yeah? Claus. Curly Claus at one point... Um, uh, was dating the, the, the quarterback of the St. Louis Rams. Which was a which was a big thing for the city because it was two of our two of our favorite sons. Yeah, Groff. It was Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford, who went to um. Oh, you. Yes. Oh my God! Wow. I want to be a hometown hero. Yeah. Right. You can be. Do you guys have who's the biggest alumni from where you're from? Who's the biggest? I should say alumni is not the word, but who's the most Uh, famous person? Well, I think on his way. Well, in things that are relevant to us, yeah. uh, is probably um, Ben Marshall. Oh, where? Yeah, that makes He's sense. Alana Glazer. Oh, from huh. Philly. Is from Philly. No, think... Abby is. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Abby Jacobson. I feel like a huge bitch. Are you There's sure? There's so many more people from it's Philly. Yeah, Alana? right. Philly's I huge. Think it's Alana. No, Alana's from Long Island. Well, then, so I take back my answer. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I'm not putting I'm Abby up there. Who else is big from Savannah? Stephanie um, Lagrosa from Survivor, who went on to marry that guy that pitched for the Phillies. Oh, Kendrick. Huh. You know him? No. I would love to be a baseball guy. That's one of my boys' clubs that I'm not that I wrote down. Yeah, I think like old school, like get him on the mound, you know. Yeah, Yeah. and when you described this, might just be because my dad liked baseball, but when you described all that music, that to me is very like baseball. Yeah, yeah, right. It's all the same stuff. Aiden Dunn went to a game by himself one time, a Yankees game by himself, and ended up sitting next to these guys who go to like every game. They're best friends. They're 60. They're from the Bronx. They've like always gone to the games. Yeah, and like sitting, he ended up sitting next to them. I don't even think they have like 
they maybe even don't have cell phones, but they just like meet up for every game and watch. That's and so sick. Like, and it's exactly that. They just like spend hours and hours watching baseball. It's like that's so that's fun. That's like fever pitch the movie. Yeah. I used to go to the Mets are always really shitty and at the end of the season their tickets are straight up like two dollars. Yeah. And like it, everything about that it's it's like so fun to watch live baseball. Oh it's but so also fun. like and if you're on a team where like no one gives a like they don't like they don't frisk you. There's no metal Right. You can just like go in their bag of snacks. Yeah beers that you got from both and like there i always sit the cheapest section is like top right like the balcony you're like mm-hmm. so far and the guys the back row are like these like three spanish guys that smoke cigars because <laughs> it's like so outside up in a way that yeah. no one's checking them. baseball is very much no man's land like it's very like whatever you know really what I mean? have you been to a lot of baseball no, like in a good way oh, like it's okay. very like yeah when we were kids we would go we would go to the orioles games because i had family that was up in baltimore and then the phillies games but then they knocked down the stadium, but it doesn't matter. And they built a new one. Built it back better. Like they, built, <laughs> they built it with like interactive stuff, and it's like, no, we like the one with the uncomfortable seats where there were peanuts everywhere. Yeah, like, that's what baseball dude. Is. old baseball state. The fact that all those got kicked down are so sad. Yeah, it was like a big deal yeah. when they tore down Yankee Stadium. I know it was called Veterans Park. Or They're all like, like kind of like old wooden roller coasters, where it's like it still works. Yeah, yeah. right. All we need to do is sit here. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom is a lawyer. Sure. Felt weird when I said that, but I was gonna say I don't know how it's whatever. And so, but she through her job, she used to get us like box seats because her firm had like a box. So sometimes we would go and sit in the box, and I was like, I don't think I appreciate this enough. I'm sure there's someone that would love to be here, and I'm just like, I'm just like in the mini fridge the entire time. No, the people in the box are the people that don't really care about the game. I know that's that's what they're for. Yeah, they're for people who are like we. Thank you for coming here. Here's mozzarella sticks. Yeah, it's the best seat in the house, and they don't even give it. They don't even care. Well, so much of the box, the, the bo- like the box also has the thing where like uh, the television playing the game is in the box. Yeah, yeah. I've seen so many videos of people watching the television. Wait, we need to blow the whistle on boxes. Yeah, I don't care for them. Yeah, because they're so used to watching it on TV, so they like are like, well, this is what I usually look at, and so then they're not even watching. And you're the like kind of in an airplane. Oh lounge. yeah, it's, it's so weird. It's very stuffy. The ones yeah. in uh, I heard the ones at the the Ram Stadium, all the boxes just have Xboxes. So if you don't if you don't participate in the football game at all, you can just play a video game while wow. you're in the box. I think my I always want to be a man of the people. Yeah, and I'll always be down there. You're an everyman. I want to get like I, w- I would love to reach a point where I can access tickets to things if I needed to. Yeah, to, right. To have a guy, but not necessarily in a box. I think I would still like to be in the stadium. You want to be at the thirty yard line? Yeah, yeah. you want to be out there watching. Yeah, absolutely. I think courtside has to be the coolest sporting Super experience. Cool. Yeah, I want to be really that's big hit deal. With the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, if I want to get a courtside. That's a big deal. That is the Kendall, ultimate, like Kendall Jenner. Yeah, and just to see how tall those guys are to see in real life. Yeah. Oh yeah, to be. I mean, I think it'd be amazing. Okay, my dream is to sit incognito courtside, but wear a hat, but be like, but and it then is they're me. still like Connor Jam. It is me. Like, and then you're on the big screen. <laughs> yes. And I'd be like, no. They're like, Sean Hayes is here today. Amazing. Yvonne, would you like to plug your socials before we before we go? Oh, yeah. I'm at uh, Double Lagan. Lagan spelled L-A-G-A-A-N. That's an old Bollywood movie reference from the movie Lagan. Oh, nice. Um, where they where um, uh, Indians played cricket for their freedom. It's a it's a weird retelling of, wow. of our revolutionary movement. <laughs> Uh, it's from like I think the late nineties, early two thousand. Cool. Soundtrack incredible. Soundtrack goes stupid. Even if you don't know Hindi, I would check it out. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right, we'll get out of here on a smooch on three. One, two, three. Hey boys, thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. That's C O N O R Panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O, Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.